say the game is getting old. Monday morning and your coffee's cold. Life is not what you want it to be. You need another chance to be who you want to be. Yeah. You say that things don't ever change. Hi, everyone, and welcome to A New Direction. My name is Jay Izzo, and wow, we have an amazing show. I know, every week, it's amazing, it's great, Jay. How can it, how can shows be amazing and great every week? Well, it's because I got great guests, and I got guests who got something to give back to you, and, and that's what makes it great, because that's what the show is about. It's about giving back to you and helping you grow and learn and helping you be able to be better and find that new direction in your life or your business or your career. And today I am so excited because we're going to have Ray Carr on the show. And you go, the Ray Carr from Cleveland? Yes, the Ray Carr from Cleveland is going to be on the show. And you go, really? The Renaissance man of Cleveland? The, the guy who is the, the right? Yes. And he's going to talk about podcasting and radio because I know, you know, I've been doing this show. This is the 35th show, by the way, I've done. And so here we are doing the show. And a lot of people want to know, should I do the podcast? Is it good for my business? Is it good for me? Is there, is there some benefit for me or my business to even talk about or maybe bring to folks about, should we do a podcast? Is this something worthwhile? And, and you know, what, could, what, what do we need to do? Well, listen, Ray Carr has been in this business for decades. And so he's going to walk us through some of the challenges and some of the things and the reasons why. And we're going to have a lot of fun today. I promise you we will because Ray is great. And uh, even though Ray and I have never met face to face, I tell you, he's a friend. And um, I, I did his show uh, probably three years ago when I wrote my first book, Got Social Mediology, and and did his show then. And we have just become friends since then. And, and so I am so honored and privileged to have him on. But before we get started with Ray Carr today and podcasting and radio, and is it good for you? Let's talk about you and let's check in with the four areas of your life, right? I believe we are four-part people. We are physical people. We are mental people. We are emotional people and we are spiritual people. So checking in with you, let me ask you physically on a scale of one to 10, one being miserable, 10 being outstanding. How are you today? Right? Are you, are you eating well? Are you, are you doing the things that you need to do? Are you, uh, are you exercising? Are you feeling, is your body feeling good? Listen, I was sick for the last four days, so I wasn't great. But today I'm like, man, I feel really, really good. I haven't been able to get to the gym because I'm, you know, I feel like I'm finally like ready to go. So I'll probably hit the gym later, you know, this afternoon, but I feel great, but I know what it's like to be sick or ill. Right. So what is your number out there? Okay. What is your number? And thanks Mike and Ben and, and um, let's see who was all there. Lundy, Tom, Jim, thanks for joining us, by the way. Appreciate you um, here on the Facebook live show and for you folks on pod who are listening by podcast. So what is your, what do you, what is your physical number today? One's bad. Ten's great. All right. You got that number. Okay, good. All right. Let's talk about mentally. Where are you at on a scale of one to 10, same scale, one's miserable, 10's outstanding. Where are you at mentally? And what I mean by that is, what are you feeding your mind? What, what's going into your mind? What are you doing to exercise both halves of your brain, right? The left side of your brain is logical. The right side of your brain is creative. What are you doing to feed that, right? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you learning? What are you doing to, to actually feed your brain, right? Got, and, and are you doing that regularly? Is it something that you're doing on a regular basis? Are you growing, right? 
because that's the key, right? The key is that you're constantly growing. Because if you're not growing, you're dying, all right? Because we never stay static, right? Things pass us by. So what's that number? You got that? So we got two numbers. We got a physical number, a mental number. Okay, let's check in emotionally. Same scale, one being miserable, 10 being awesome. Where are you at emotionally? What I mean by that is, what's your emotional intelligence quotient right now, right? Like, do the little things tick you off? Are you, does life get and bother you and all of a sudden emotionally you're just thrown uh, at a loss and you're, and you're not handling yourself emotionally? What, how are you emotionally right now? And, and by the way, emotional, emotional intelligence and your emotional quotient also is how well are you able to relate to other people's emotions, right? Because let's be honest with you. When you're, when you're able to relate to other people's emotions, you're going to be far more successful in every area of your life, whether that's in your career or your, or your business or in your personal life, because we all want to be understood. So where are you at emotionally today? Okay, we got three numbers, right? The physical, mental, and the emotional. And then, then finally, the fourth area, where are you at spiritually, right? And people go, explain to me spiritually, right? Because people will say to me, I don't believe in God, right? But, but you are a spiritual being, right? You have faith in something. You believe in something, right? Even if you say science, right, you believe that science has all the answers. That's still faith. Okay, but I don't know if that gives you a sense of joy or a sense of peace or a sense of calmness. So generally, we believe in something that triggers us, that does that, and that, and and it could be karma, it could be nature, it could be a variety of things, and it could be God. Okay, and if it is God, I always ask people the same question every week, and that is, if if God is your source, then how are you doing in that relationship? How is that going for you? Right. How would you say that is on a scale of one to 10? So you've got four numbers, your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual numbers. So now you got to think of those four numbers as the legs of a table, all right? If they're uneven, it's going to be pretty hard to eat off of an uneven table. And if they're too low and you're sitting in a normal chair, it's going to be very hard to eat off of a low, off of a low table. So what are you going to do to improve that? And, and when I say improve these areas of your life, I'm not asking you to get to a 10. If you are a three in any one of those areas, what are you going to do to get to a four? If you are a six, what can you do to get to a seven? And if you're a nine, what can you do to get to a 10? Right? What, what do you need to change about you in any areas of your life to get you to the next level? Right? And it doesn't have to necessarily be something big. It could be something as simple if it's a physical thing. Let's say you're physically a four. It could be that you know all you need to do is just get a little more exercise, maybe take an extra walk. Right? Maybe, maybe just get into the gym. Maybe just do a, get on the treadmill for a few extra minutes. Maybe just putting down the fork. Maybe it's stop eating sweets. It doesn't have to be a huge thing. It just needs to be a change that's in the right direction. And speaking of a right direction and, and a new direction, I can't tell you how excited I am about our next guest. Because Ray Carr is Cleveland's renaissance guy. I mean, I mean renaissance guy. I mean, Renaissance guy. So he's, he's got the Ray Carr show, right? Which is WCSB FM. Right. And then he's got uh, RayCarAM.com, which you can, and by its car with two R's, by the way. He's interviewed probably every musical legend you could probably think of. He's interviewed legends of the acting industry. Um, and, and just amazing. He's, he's just got a resume that just keeps going on. 
He's an encyclopedia of knowledge of pop culture. Uh, ask him anything about music, and he he can walk you through that. Um, he's by the way, he is a Cleveland native. He went to Lakewood High School in Cleveland. For those of you who know that, he went to Cleveland State University, where he majored in communication and sports management. Uh, he is a baseball hockey freak. Um, he is a DJ. <laughs> he is an MC. He does trivia. The, the guy is literally a, a renaissance man and is knowledgeable. And today he is brought to us by inline business and brokers and advisors. And um, they partner with business owners when it's time to sell their businesses. When it's time to sell your business, contact the professionals at inline business brokers and advisors. You can learn more at inline.com. That's E-N-L-I-G-N.com. And without further ado, welcome, please, to the show, everybody, Ray Carr. Ray, welcome to the New Direction. Oh, Jay, you have no idea what an honor it is to be on your program. I mean, I've, uh, you know, I've read your books. I've talked to you many times, and you've been a unbelievable inspiration to me to, you know, to keep going, to find new ways to, to be better at what I do. And, uh, and I've, I've never, um, you know, I just listen to what you say and I go, yeah, you know, he's right. And you are a really a beacon, a uh, beacon of light for me. Thank you. I appreciate that, Ray. So Ray, how, how many years have you done radio? Um, about 17 years. Um, and I've done different kinds of radio. Um, I've done, I was on a talk show where we uh, mainly did old time radio shows from the thirties and forties. I was with a couple of other people doing that. Um, then I, um, I've done just regular talk radio. I've done kind of a combination is what I do now is I play uh, obscure old music from the 50s and 60s. And the other half is I'll interview somebody that's either an author, a musician, an actor, you know, all over the map. And um, so I kind of balanced the two by doing that because I have an audience that likes both. And I do a lot of um, I do pod podcasts around the city of Cleveland. I interview different people around, uh, you know, that are authors and they do all sorts of things. And I do that too. And I host trivia shows and DJ parties and I do everything there is to do in broadcasting. That's awesome. So what caused you to get into this crazy industry of wanting to do broadcasting and media? When I was young in Cleveland, there was a talk show host in Cleveland named Pete Franklin. And he was the only sports show in town at that time in the seventies. We only had one show. He was on seven to midnight and I would listen to him every night. And I go, I would love to do this. But Pete Franklin was so well-educated, and I thought, boy, I'd really have to work hard to get come, to come close to that. Then I got a little bit older and listened to Larry King's talk show on radio, not on TV as much, but on radio. And I wanted to interview people kind of like Larry King because I found it interesting how he would spend hours talking to different people and getting into their heads and, and, and extracting valuable information out of them that otherwise, on a quick interview, you'd never get. And I'd listen to him on the way home from doing DJ gigs, and I go, this is what I want to do. So, so just just to give the folks just an idea, who do you who would you say was the greatest interview that you felt like you landed when you were doing interviews? I would say, and there's been a couple of them, and you know I've done 500 or so interviews, but um, I would say Petula Clark, um, the great singer from England, who's been uh, my all-time favorite singer. Uh, she is just absolutely remarkable. Um, Allison Armgren, she was Little Nasty Nelly on Little House on a Prairie. I think she was phenomenal. Um, very open, just talked uh, freely. Uh, Charlotte Ray, the late, great Charlotte yeah. Ray, Mrs. Garrett on uh, Facts of Life. Facts she of was life. very, 
very kind. And she opened up to me and told me about her life or, you know, her alcoholism. And, you know, she was just, we just took our time with all that stuff. And Peter Noon of Herman's Hermits was also very good. But, you know, it's when you get them to relax right. and open up and tell you what they didn't really want to tell you at first, but then they felt comfortable with you and they just, you know, like you were sitting down at a table right. having a beer and they would just open up to you. And those are the magical moments. Did, did you did, didn't you interview Rich Little? Did I remember that? Yes, that's another one. That's correct. I did. I did interview Rich Little. And at first, you know, the interview went a little slow. And then Rich and I began just to kind of relax and talk. And then he would just open up about his life in, um, in Canada. He came to the United States. He did some Johnny Carson. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and all that stuff. That's how it happens. You just take it step by step. And really, the whole idea of the interview is to give the audience some information about the guest that they either knew, but, but go beyond that. Mm -hmm. You know, try to go beyond what people would expect. And those are the ones that go, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. That's interesting. That's what you want them to say at the end of the interview. And even if they didn't know who the guest was at the end of the interview, then they'll maybe look them up or, sure. you know, they have, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're with Ray Carr, by the way. Cleveland's Ray Carr, the Renaissance, the Cleveland's Renaissance man, Ray Carr. <laughs> We're, we're with him today and on the new direction and we're talking about radio and podcasting because Ray one of the things that uh, I people are podcasting has become huge and by the way it's a huge industry I mean this is a multi I think it's a multi-billion dollar industry and it is. and uh, and you know radio has lost a little luster but it's changing it's not that it's it's we're not listening to live radio. We're consuming more podcasting. And I'm, the, the numbers are astronomical. Every year, it just increases so much. And you've had to change the way you, right? I mean, because you've changed the way you have to do oh, your absolutely. shows. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do live interviews. Well, I, I record my interviews, and I put them up on the website, and then I run them on my radio show on Tuesday. But yes, um, the whole industry of radio has changed. Everybody's going to podcasts. Um, very few people listen to traditional radio, and uh, and that's really where it's going. So I kind of like have to split my interviews between the um, different places. But when I'm doing them, it's kind of like what you're doing with me. I mean, we'll record this. It'll be on Facebook Live, and and then we'll just play it for – uh, put it up on a podcast site where people can then access it at any time they'd like. Yeah, and and I I think Ray, I haven't you found that the reason why people want a podcast is because they can be in control of what they want to hear or not want to hear. Totally, totally. That's another thing. It's they don't have they're not bound by the FCC regulations where they have to worry about uh, what they can and can't say. Right. Um, they they're free to talk. And, and do whatever they want. And if you don't like the interview, you can always edit some of it out, but right. um, you have that freedom and you could talk to whomever you like, uh, just about anything and as many people as you like. So for the host of the podcast, it gives you immense freedom and it's much more comfortable. When you're on radio, you got to take breaks constantly. Right. And with the podcast, we can just talk for hours. Right. And so you know, that's the other thing, right? Because I don't, I don't have to, I'm not bound by a producer who, you know, tells me I have, you know, you've, you've got to do something at such and such a time. I do have a sponsor, by the way, it's inline business brokers and advisors, inline.com, E-N-L-I-G-N.com. 
but by the way, I, I'm not forced to say that. It just happens to be. I don't. Have, no. I, it's, I'm not like on the radio having to go. Don't forget to mention our sponsors. Don't forget to mention the advertisers. I, I, you know, I do that and try to you you know to do that because Enline has been very gracious to uh, purchase uh, basically the show, and 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 it's not a lot, but it's what they're doing is they're basically paying that I don't have to pay to keep the show on the air. And so they basically are paying for, you know, my hosting and everything else so that I don't have to do that. And so, uh, I, but, and so I do that as a, out of gratitude, not because there's a producer behind me saying that I have to do this. Now, let, let me ask you this. You, you're, you, you've been in this world from radio to podcasting, right? Yes. And, yes. And so for you what has what has been the best or the what's the best and the worst of that transition the most difficult thing about the the podcast is trying to get uh, the right kind of guest on a regular basis and we do um, a podcast in a bar a bar called Gunzelman's in Cherokee Park so we have to get different guests to come in each and every week i have to host it so it's kind of up to me and well, the owner of the bar too, to try to land the right guests that would be not only interesting live, but also interesting on, um, on tape. So we got to try to get that person. That, that's a difficult thing to do. Once I'm behind the microphone, everything falls into place. I never get nervous. It's a piece of cake for me, but it's really getting to that point. That's the hardest to, to get somebody that people are going to want to listen to and find uh, engaging. Right. And, and you know, people want to use this media. Listen, this uh, this is our thirty fifth show. Uh, I don't know if I said that or not on the air. I said it off the air, but this is our thirty fifth show that we have done. And uh, th this, for me personally, has been something that I chose to do because I felt like it could help a lot of people. And and so I created this niche. D does this does this show help me like with my coaching business and? the things I author in my speaking, of course it does, right? But the show was really built around wanting to help people because it's it's something that I've always wanted to do and this is what I have chosen to make it about. Finding that niche, finding that thing, it, is it easy, is it hard, or how do you need to go about doing that in your opinion? I think what you have to do is, what I started doing is experimenting and finding out what is comfortable for me to do. Yeah. And for me, honestly, it's a one-on-one -on -one interview with somebody. And, and once I sit down and I lock in with them, um, no matter what happens, I know I can handle it. Sure. And I could try to, I could pretty much always bring the best out of that person. But it's gotta be in a setting where we're locked into, you know, I'm focused in on exactly what the guest's um, premise is. Sure. And I have to know when to steer the, conversation in one direction or another because sometimes things do get off the track a little bit you got to have the talent and, and you have to know the I guess the most important thing uh, Jay is you have to be aware of the moment that you're in and exactly when it's time to do something when it's time to let the guest speak when it's time to cut in and when it's time to add something and those are, are techniques that take a long time to develop some hosts are really good at that and some need a lot of work in that area but really, it's about knowing how long to let your guest uh, go on for, because sometimes they either can ramble too long or they're, or they're not really on the topic as well as they should. And there's subtle ways that you can get them back on the topic. So the listener then will benefit more from that.
Yes. Yeah. See, I think this is about, I think this is about your, you know, several things in there that I heard you say. I think one is when it comes to doing whatever show you're choosing to do and, you know, whether you're doing, you know, my show or your show, or if somebody's choosing to do a show is you've got to be comfortable with whatever your subject matter is. Right. And stay and stay on that subject matter. Because I think one of the things, you know, about doing a new direction is we talk to authors and professionals about what they do. And, and then I translate that into how do we, how does this, how can this help people? Right. And I, and that, that's my, that is my goal and that's my mission for the show. How can I do what I do to help as many people in three areas, right? The life, career, and the business. And I think for you, you hear it and go, okay, you know what? We're doing this fun show in this, in this tavern or wherever we're doing, or we're doing an, an entertainment show and we're going to entertain people because we're going to have entertaining guests or we're going to do a music show or we're going to have musical guests and that's our niche. And I think, you know, being clear on that, first of all, is so important because I, as I hear you, because it doesn't confuse the audience. And then the second pe second thing I heard you say is it's got to kind of line up with your talents, personality, and passion because you got to have some passion about it. It's not, it's not just oh, that yeah. you can, right? I mean, it's not just that you can. No, you no can, you're right, Jay. 110% right. If you don't have passion for what you're doing, um, it'll it'll come through the radio. People will feel that, and and that's you have to have that. And the other thing I didn't mention is when you're speaking to somebody, whether it's a topic that's highly sensitive, <clears throat> or it's you know a little more of a uh, kind of a relaxed um, topic, you have to be prepared. You have to know what you're talking about. You can't just BS your way through things. You've got to be prepared. And if you're not prepared, the audience will also see through that. Right. And and they you lose credibility that way. So really, you have to know what you're speaking about. And if you're going to do an interview with somebody, don't do it unless you you're really confident that you know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, you know, I I have to be honest uh, with the audience and you. You know, before I took on this whole a new direction show, before I decided to do this, I had spent a year and a half on the Jiggy Jaguar experience, which is a nationally syndicated radio show that goes out to over 50 plus uh, terrestrial radio stations live as well as um, you know on internet stations across the country and I was doing a segment on the show called the internet doctor segment and he gave me every week he gave me 15 minutes to 20 minutes to do a segment of the show and I had to be prepared every show I had to I had to I, I had a format that we had to follow and we did the show uh, every every week, and then it landed. It eventually landed into he liked what I did and asked me if I would do co-interview guests and authors, and he would send me their byline or tell me well, this is the name of the book. And then I started interviewing on his show. I started interviewing authors, and we were doing this author to author segment, which I totally enjoyed. And it was and it took me a year and a half to kind of really figure out how to, you know, interview, because how, it, it's really true, right? Learning how to interview is really, really important if you're going to talk to people. Yeah. Well, you know, I listen to the, the, um, the way they answer a question. I listen to the subtleties in their voice. And you, if you really listen to somebody's voice, you can pretty much tell 
what they're feeling inside because they don't realize that they're saying um, certain words or phrases the way they're saying it sometimes. And that which gives me a cue when to speed things up, slow things down. You know, I can gauge by the way they speak on how I'm going to ask the next question. Mm. And it's taken me a long time to do that, but it's because you have to be a good listener. And that is the key. If you're a good listener, then you can become a good interviewer. I love that. Speaking of great listeners, I know I've got great listeners all over the world, right? And thank you, by the way. All the people in the UK, Merton, Cardiff, all those little areas, thank you so much for listening to the show. Folks in Africa, I, I so appreciate you. Sweden, which is the second largest area that listens to the show, thank you, Sweden, and, I, and India, and all these places around the world, I am so grateful to you to listen. And my number one listening city in the United States, Chicago, don't know why. But you are my number one listening to show. So I want to thank all my friends in Chicago in the Windy City. I love your city. And uh, so thank you for listening. And while I'm listening, while I've got all these listeners, I also want to say to my listeners, listen, if you are a business owner, at some point, you're going to need the services of an experienced business broker, right? So selling your business is a huge decision. So make sure you build your deal team, starting with the experts at Enline Business Brokers and Advisors. You can learn more about Enline at Enline.com. That's E-N-L-I-G-N.com. And we thank them for sponsoring the show and Ray Carr today, certainly, as we do that. Um, Jay, I wanted to mention real quick, our friends in Chicago, um, I'm a big fan of the Buckinghams. They were a great uh, 1960s band out of Chicago. They're one of my favorites, and I play a lot of the music on my show. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. The, the Buckinghams are a fantastic band. Uh, Dennis Stefano was their lead singer, and they had songs like uh, Kind of a Drag, Hey Baby, They're Playing Our Song. Those were the classics from the 1960s. Wow. Wow. Okay, the Buckingham. Any relation? Is Lindsay... Any relation to... No, 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 no. No relation at all. Okay. The, the band was just happened to be called the Buckinghams. Oh, okay. All right. But no, there's, well, listen, there's no correlation. Well, that's awesome. Shout out shout out to the Buckinghams in Chicago, uh, Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. We, uh, we do appreciate you um, listening to the show, and you're my number one city in the United States. So, Ray, do you think it's a good idea, you know, that business, you know, when it comes to business, you know, businesses or individuals or careers or something like this is a podcast a good idea a bad idea it depends what, what's the answer to the question should i be doing a podcast well that's a very good question jay it really depends on the kind of business you have and if you have a you know a business like a consulting business um, and you're going to do something like that you have to have the right host in which to do it. Sure. Then you have to get the right guests that are going to feed into the idea, the premise of what you're trying to sell or what you're trying to get across to the audience. Because if you don't have somebody that can communicate that properly, you're going to confuse the audience and it, and it kind of becomes stagnant. So you have to have those two factors. And you have to think, though, if I do a podcast, what's my goal? What is the goal of the podcast? Is the goal just to entertain or is it to inform? Is it to do both? Ask yourself that question first. And, and once you get that answer, then you can move forward and feel that, well, maybe this isn't what I think I should be doing because it's going to take a lot of time and effort. Or this could be a great thing if I get the right people on the show. I can get advertising and I can get a lot of listeners to help me or, you know, to enjoy what I'm doing. So that's, that's how I would approach it. 
Yeah, I, I think, you, you know, I, I, I've had friends who have tried to do the podcast thing and have failed, right? And, and they don't, why did they, do? they don't always understand why. But I, you know, okay. when I've gone back to listen to their shows, it's not that they had a bad show, but I don't think they had a goal for what the show was going to be about, right? I don't think they were really clear as to, you know, what, what, is, what is your show going to be, right? Because if the show is all over the place, right, then it, it's hard for a listener to grasp, okay, well, what is it that you're going to talk about today? I, I think that's difficult, right? No, I think that you're totally correct, Jay. I think that you have to have the premise of the show and the direction of where you want to go. And if you're going to go into this and just could be, um, you know, ambiguous, um, and hopefully you'll find your way as you do it, that's not a good idea. That is not a good idea. Sometimes you're very lucky and you do, but very often you do not. So you have to have a plan going in. Say, I'm going to interview nothing but entertainment celebrities, sure. and I'm going to try to get the inside story. Oh, or else you're going to talk about science and get people in the science industry and try to figure out why these things happen or paranormal or whatever the case is. But you have to have the idea going in. And if your idea, like you, are to help and educate people, right. then that's the perfect premise to start. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think, and again, I think it comes back to aligning your talents, your personality, and your passion. You know, you've, it, it kind of works because I naturally want to help people. It's been part of my DNA since I've been a small child of just wanting to help people. And so this fits in well with me and, and what I do. I think the other piece of this, and you mentioned this, is you've got to have guests. <laughs> you can't, you, I, I guess I could do this show on my own. And I've done, I, I've had those moments, right, where a guest didn't show up and I had to do, you know, fill, you know, 45 minutes or an hour to do a show, right? I've had to do right. that. But you really need to have experts in the field that line up with wherever your goals are and whatever your audience is going to be. And, and you have to, you have to do, it's such a time consuming process to get the guests, but you have to, you have to do it because it doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to just decide, well, I'm going to riff for 30 minutes to an hour, you know, on a podcast. It, it, it makes no sense to do that. But when you have a show that has guests like I have Ray Carr today from Cleveland uh, Radio's uh, Cleveland Radio uh, Renaissance legend, uh, Ray Carr, um, you know, then it gets people involved, you know, gets people regularly coming back because they understand what the show is about. But it's getting guests can be hard. It initially was terribly hard for me. No, it's very hard. And what I had to do is I had to start working overnight radio at mm -hmm. two o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I had to just, it, first I started taking calls from the audience, which was a mistake at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but then after I was able to learn how to, how to navigate through that uh, quagmire, I started interviewing a few minor uh, celebrities around Cleveland. Mm -hmm. I got a little bit better. One door opened another door. And before you know it, I was talking to Jane Seymour and Jerry Lee Lewis and people like that. And it's not that I'm, I, I think I'm the greatest interviewer. I just worked really hard at trying to, you know, uh, promote my show 
um, you know, just go out there and be aggressive and try to get these interviews from these publicists. So yeah. I think if you work hard and you're good at what you do and you work um, and learn along the way, you're going to make mistakes. That's right. okay. Right. But learn from those mistakes and try to, you know, just keep getting better and learning more. And you mentioned it earlier. You, you have to keep growing. Mm-hmm. If you don't keep growing, you know, it, it's, a, it's a very bad thing. And that, that's how you become successful. Right. Yeah. I think. Oh no, you, you you have to keep growing in this business. I, I am learning constantly. I read, you know, I read and listened to so many books on podcasting and broadcasting because I wanted to be a better interviewer and I was watching uh, more and more professionals interview and I was listening as, you know, here I was an author, here I am an author and I'm being interviewed by these different people across the country, right? And so I'm listening to how they are interviewing me. And I'm stealing, literally stealing, making mental notes going, oh, I got to use that. Or I, I've got to use that technique. Or I've got to learn to ask that question. Or how do I weave that in? Or just how they're able to do the formatics, right? By the way, formatics is a broadcasting term of how do you, you know, segue into, you know, whether you're doing time, weather, temperature, or, you know, doing a sponsor, right? It's your regular formatics, right? Listening how they segued into those things, I, I, I kept trying to learn that as people were interviewing me because it was, it was helping me. And, and I still do, you know, you know, and, and, you know, I listen to you and I listen to your shows and, you know, listen to how you handle interviews and you teach me so much so that I can be a better interviewer. And because it's a constant learning process. And, and, and then I think what else is difficult for people to, to probably understand is that you do a show, you put it on a podcast, and somebody's going to listen to this show years from now. <laughs> I mean, I have shows, right? I have, I have shows I've done last year that I just noticed are being downloaded for the first time by people, right, as they join. So, you know, I, and I'm like, oh, man, should I take them down? Because I'm so much better than I was in those first five shows, right? No, I, I don't think you take them down. I think that you uh, keep them up there, and then people, as they go along, will see the, the progression that, that you have. And I wanted to add to what you were saying, uh, Jay, is that um, you just, to me, when I'm interviewing somebody or talking um, on the radio, there's a feeling that comes over me when I'm speaking, that I, I, an instinct that I just know that it's going to lead me in the right direction. It's just a feeling that I get like a musician would have on stage. You just really know without worrying that everything's going to work out no matter what happens. And I've done this for so long that I've got to that point. Now that isn't true in every aspect of my life by any means, but this is one place where it is. And I know that all the things that I've read, all the experience that I've had, like a file cam in my head, and I could pull out that drawer and pull out the documents that I need to get me through a moment. My, I just know my, my instincts will, will do that for me. Yeah, I, I think sometimes we don't want to rely on our gut instincts about something. And the thing is, is that if you do rely on your gut in this particular industry, you know, doing a podcast or doing a radio show, you, you learn you learn what what to trust and what not to trust over time. Because what happens is you sh- kind of shape yourself believe it or not, into going instinctually where your instinct starts taking over and go, oh, okay, I can do this. You know, th- I need, this is going to lead me right to where I want to go. And, and you start to rely on that, but it takes time. I, th- I think you have to develop that over time and you've got to give yourself that time, right? 
Oh, I think you do. I, I think you have to make mistakes. You have to go on the air, um, you know, at a low level of radio and just practice, experiment, make your mistakes, um, listen to people. You know, they're, you know, you're going to, sometimes you're going to get a really good interview. Sometimes you're going to get somebody that's going to give you one or two word answers. And you've got to have a lot in your arsenal to get through an interview like that and be able to like almost set a situation up where they have to answer it with more than one or two words. That takes time to learn how to do that. You know, that you're building a scenario that they have to answer. Uh, when you get to those kind of interviews and you can get through those, you can get through anything. Yeah, it's so, so, so true. Speaking of getting through anything, we're with Ray Carr, uh, Cleveland's legend, radio legend, Renaissance man. Uh, he's, He's got his own show called the Ray, RayCarAM.com. Check him out there. You can just Google up Ray Car Cleveland, and you will find so much information on Ray Car. And it's R A Y C A R R. And uh, I will be posting on the podcast, which you can find at jizzo.com. You'll have all the links to everywhere that you can listen to Ray, learn more about Ray, and even connect up with Ray because Ray's an awesome guy. I've known him for almost three years now and we have we've just developed this great relationship and he's been a great resource and um, I appreciate him and what he does for me and he's brought to you today by our folks at Enline business brokers and advisors business uh, Enline represents profitable privately held companies with gross annual revenues in excess of a million dollars Enline delivers the highest market value in the shortest amount of time with complete confidentiality. That is their registered trademark. So learn more online at nline.com. That is E-N-L-I-G-N.com. And they bring uh, you every week a new direction. And today they're bringing you Ray Carr. So Ray, when it comes to doing this radio podcasting thing that everybody is so interested in, we've talked about some of the pitfalls, you know, and, and the, it, it can be hard. I get it. It can be hard in that you need to practice and you and you need to learn as much as you can along the way. We've gone through that. But now, Ray, you know, let's talk about when it really goes well. What are the benefits? Well, the benefits are that you gather a, a really good reputation and then a lot more doors will open up for you. Locally, I can do more public speaking. Um, I can host trivi more trivia shows. More people want me to do things for them. So um, there is a financial upside to that. And then you, you know, with the credibility, people want to trust you. They want you to do all kinds of sure. things. Uh, you can get better guests on your radio show because of it, because then your, um, your, the name gets out there more and you can get, you know, gather more listeners. And so it really is, you know, when you do a good job, there are rewards at the end of that rainbow for you. But again, as we mentioned before, it's preparation, hard work, and it takes a while to get there. But when you do get there, um, and you get all that stuff, you got to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, it yeah. can't just be like, oh, I got there. Now I'm just going to kind of lay back. Mm -hmm. Now, once you get there, you still have to work just as hard to stay there yeah. and never get, uh, you got to be very um, humble. Even if you were making millions of dollars a year, it doesn't matter. No. Um, every time you talk to somebody, um, you forget about all that. You got to make sure that that guest is the most important thing in your life at that moment. And you got to, you know, throw yourself into that. So, the hard work has to go through the process from beginning to end all the time. Yeah, I think I think this is where people may be reluctant because they they've not calculated the cost of doing this, right? And I don't I don't mean just the financial cost. By the way, financially, 
folks, you could do this really, really inexpensively. You, you can podcast right. terribly inexpensively. You do not have to have tremendously expensive equipment. Uh, I do have some, you know, rather the people viewing me. Yes, I do have some rather expensive equipment. You don't have to go to this extreme that I've done here. Uh, you can't see everything that's here, right, that I'm running. But yes, there's a Mackie Pro effects board right next to me that, uh, everything is coming through and you know these are expensive microphones and and they're on these uh, elbow stands and yeah I get it right but you don't have to do that you don't have to go to those extremes and and have a successful podcast so I don't want to hear that but the thing that is so critical is that it is so easy to get discouraged quickly because yeah because you will be on the air and you'll feel like nobody's there listening to you and when you set your show off into a podcast somewhere, you have no idea. <laughs> you, you, it's kind of like you've done it, and now you just got to hope people are going to listen. I, it, it's kind of the way I felt, feel at times, right? Because I, the amount of information you get back in terms of, you know, how do you measure how successful a podcast is, is not necessarily in the numbers, because the numbers don't tell you the whole story. No, no. There, there could be somebody out there that you've never heard of before and don't even know that listens, and you've changed their life, and you may never hear from that person. I so I do it for I do my show for that reason. Mm -hmm. um, there, there could be somebody in, and you mentioned Cardiff, Cardiff, Wales. You, who knows? There could be somebody in Cardiff, Wales, mm -hmm. listening to my show and listening to the old music from the you know British invasions I play mm -hmm. occasionally. And, and hear an interview with somebody like Billy J. Kramer and go, ah, oh, I didn't know that. It's very cool. Right. And, and it could either inform them, entertain them, or do all those things. You just never know. And that's right. why you take every show seriously and you prepare and you put 100% effort behind everything you do. That's why you do it. Yeah, I think what people misinterpret, like, you know, my show is a, you know, psychological show I guess in some way and it's an educational show and it's a business show on some level and a career show on a life show it's a coaching show maybe I don't know but every I think every successful show has this idea that they are helping people and and people always will say to me well how does how would Ray show help people listen I'm, I'm going to be really honest with you how a show like Ray, who inter interviews entertainers or musicians or does music, how do how does that show work? Because it's really simple. I, um, I had the privilege of being backstage with Zach Brown Band, if you've heard of the Zach Brown Band, and I got to meet Zach yeah. Brown and his band. Chicken, yeah. Yeah, right. And so my wife and I are backstage. I remember shaking Zach's hand and saying, thank you for giving me three minutes where I can escape work and worry and just enjoy your music. Right. And, and you know what, sometimes folks, we don't realize that just getting that escape from the busyness of our day, uh, the, whatever we do, whether it's music or whether it's an interview of an entertainer, just getting that escape is such a relief from everything that's going on in the world, and we need it. We, we need those margins. And so somebody's show like Ray's show helps so many people by giving them that chance to escape and giving them a chance to put away their cares, their worries, for just a, for a few moments in their life 
and being able to help people have some margins and get away from it. And, 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 and I think when it comes to doing a radio show and podcast, Ray, and you correct me if I'm wrong or add to this for sure, that I think there has to be this goal that I am doing this for the listener. This isn't all about me. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly why you're doing it. I mean, part of it is small part of it as I do it, you know, because I like it, but in the bigger picture, I want to do it for the listener. And I, I've known, I I talked to some of my listeners and they gave me their feelings on it. And as I mentioned before, there's a lot that don't communicate with me. So, and I'm trying to reach them too. And that's why I have a variety of different people on the show. Uh, We have uh, paranormal self-help, just simply uh, actors, actresses, musicians. We have everybody on the show. So I know that I'm touching a nerve with somebody somewhere every interview I do. Right. Speaking, speaking of, speaking of which I, I, I got somebody who's watching live on Facebook who happens to be a radio personality and he does, he does a show um, here and uh, he's, he's fantastic. He, he, he's a, he's, he's our beach music uh, hero in this area. Right. Uh-huh. And he, and he's awesome. And I love listening to his show and he was off the air for a while and now he's back on the air and I'm grateful that somebody picked up his show because his show is so good and so much fun. And in our area of North Carolina, where I'm out of, uh, which is the home base, beach music is still a big deal, right? And, and it's a big deal. So I'm, I appreciate him being on. So Ray, when it comes to doing this radio podcasting thing that, that you and I do and that you've done for so many more years than I have done it, how hard is it to stay with it? I mean, I mean, how many times have you felt like giving up? A lot. Um, and I, I know that uh, it's easy to walk away and quit. Uh, my father instilled in me that uh, you start something, you finish it. And when it gets to be too much, I step away for a minute um, and I start to think why I'm doing this and what I want to get out of this and where I want to go with this. And then I regroup. It's almost like sports, you know, you, um, you, you know, a series of plays in football, you get an interception, you got to come back to the sidelines and regroup and figure out what went wrong. So you don't do that again. Same with the podcast. Um, you may, there's a mistake or something doesn't go in the way you thought it should go. You stop and you think, okay, what didn't I do? What could I do? You know, all those things. And then you regroup, but you never quit. You can't quit. I know it's hard. It takes a lot out of you. But um, you have to keep going if you believe in yourself and you believe in what you're doing. Yeah, I, you know, I have to be honest with you. That, that's the I think that's one of the hardest things is to go, man. I am I'm done 35 shows. Does it really matter? <laughs> you know, I mean, really. Sometimes you just no, I know. I mean, sometimes right, you do. You just feel like I'm doing this. Does it really matter? And I've had some people. And you've done this, right? And you've alluded to this. So some people say, yeah, well, why don't you do a call-in show? Then you know that there's people out there. Oh. That doesn't work either. Yeah. Yeah, well, explain explain why that doesn't work. That doesn't work because only a very small percentage of people that listen to radio ever actually call in the show. So, I mean, if you had, for example, if you had 100 listeners to a show, maybe five of those hundred are actually going to call in the radio show. And that isn't always a true indication of what the vibe is out there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that listen in their homes and their cars that just don't like calling radio stations or radio shows, mm-hmm. but they're enjoying everything you do. You just don't hear from them. 
But if you have confidence in yourself, you know, and you have a, a tight circle of friends that will be truthful with you when they listen to the show, it gives you an idea that you're on the right path. And you know deep down in your heart if you're doing the right thing or you're on the right, you're on the right path or not. I mean, if you have a good sense of who you are, you can't be full of yourself and be too pompous, but you have to be honest and, and humble with yourself to realize, yeah, this was a good show. But I'm gonna I'm gonna add something next week to make it just a little bit better, you know. But you have to be honest, and you have to be able to take criticism. Mm, mm. You for you to bond. Yeah, this is a humbling. I'm just telling people right now, it's a humbling experience. If you've never done any sort of broadcasting, and you're kind of like going, "Oh my gosh," it can be a humbling. It can be very, very humbling to. Uh, you start looking at numbers and your numbers are so small, it can be an extraordinarily humbling experience. And, and so then that's when you have to rely on, okay, why am I doing this? You know, wh you know, what's, what are my overriding goals for doing this? And to me, that's what keeps me staying with it, right? Is that I realize that my reasons for doing the show are far different and that I have to continue doing it because it's part of, who I am. And even though the numbers may not be what I want them to be this week or this month um, or the last two months or whatever, that I'm doing it for a different reason than just the numbers. Right. Well, I mean, let's look at it this way too. There's been a lot of hit records or a lot of records that have been recorded that are excellent songs that never made it. And it, that, does, that doesn't mean the song is no good. It just means it didn't have the right um, advertising or push behind it. Right. And just if you think the numbers aren't good for your radio show or your podcast, it doesn't mean it's not any good. It's just you need maybe a different way of advertising it and get in, getting it to the right people to hear it. And when that happens, you know, then you're successful. There's a lot of bands in rock and roll that are really were really good bands, but they never made it because they didn't have the right people behind it and the right audience listening to them. Right. So you know, numbers mean nothing to me. It's if you if you do a quality show and people that know the industry can hear and go, yeah, that guy's really good. He knows what he's doing. Right. You know, it isn't about how much money you make. It, it's the contribution that you give to people and the information you give to people to help them live their lives right. better. That's important. No, I I could not agree more. We're talking with Ray Carr. He is a radio legend. RayCarrAM.com. That's R A Y C A R R dot com am dot com and uh, you can just google up ray car cleveland and uh, that's two r's in car and he is uh cleveland's literally renaissance man he is uh just a fun fun guy you'll enjoy listening to his shows uh, he's got something for everyone I'm, I, I promise you you'll you will know someone uh that he's interviewed and go oh my gosh really and you go, yeah, no, really, he did. He's, he's interviewed some of the most amazing people. And he's brought to us today by inline business brokers and advisors who have literally helped thousands of clients in the sale and purchase of businesses. When it's time to sell your business, contact the professionals at inline business brokers and advisors. You can learn more online at inline.com. That's E-N-L-I-G-N.com. And they... Uh, are so gracious to be our sponsor and sponsor a new direction with Jay Izzo as well as Ray Carr today, and we are certainly so grateful for them that they do that. So, Ray, one of the things that uh, I am always amazed by is how many people are downloading podcasts right now. I mean, it. I, I mean, and 
it is so critical. If you're going to do this, you, you need to do this in the, in the right way. I believe, I, I believe that, I, you know, you need to find a hosting company. There's several of them out there. I, oh. I, I use, I am to use one called blueberry. That's B L B L U B R R Y.com that hosts the show. And then it disseminates out to iTunes and um, yeah. Spotify, Stitcher, Google play. And then I, I have a Spreaker account, Spreaker, not Speaker, Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, where I was able to play to I, um, iHeartRadio, and that got me onto iHeartRadio and, and that. And you had talked about promoting the show and why that's so important. And I, you know, I promote my shows every week. People probably get so sick and tired of hearing me or seeing social media me promoting the show. But I, I notice what happens when I don't, and I see what happens when I do. Talk about a little bit your experience of successful promotion of a radio well, show podcast. If I had, you know, it, it kind of goes both ways with the radio and the podcast. You have to get the word out to the right people on Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook, um, word of mouth. I mean, you have to do all of it. And if you have a sports, like if I interview an athlete, all right, then I try to target my attention to people that are in the football or in the baseball or things like that. And I try to, you know, I know people, I have a lot of friends around the world and I try to target those things to them because they're not going to necessarily be interested in somebody who wrote a, a book about the history of Cleveland, but there are people that are locally there. So if they're, if they're sports fans, even though the player was from Cleveland, he was played, you know, in the national football league, the sports fans will, will find that interesting. So I try to target them more and let them know, Hey, this guest is coming on the show. You're going to, you're going to enjoy this. And I think really in getting back to your podcast podcast question, more younger people are listening to it because it's almost like Netflix. They can just listen to exactly what they want, the kind of podcast they want on demand, no commercials, basically, you know, not like, not like regular radio. Right. They just listen to the person they like, the kind of guests that they want to hear, and it just goes. And, you know, that's why they like it so much, because it's very convenient and easy access. And that's why podcasts are so popular. Yeah, I, you know, I listen, I, I listen to, I listen to some podcasts. I, I'm kind of a random podcast listener that I, I kind of pick and choose. I don't necessarily have a favorite person but I look for topics that I want to listen to. And so it makes me a little bit different of a podcast listener, but I think that's just fine. I, I don't, I think that's the beauty of, of listening to podcasts is that you don't have to have a radio personality necessarily that you listen to. Maybe you do it by topic because certainly I do and, and then pick and choose what shows I want to listen to and I'll either download them or I'll stream them. And you know, while I'm listening and or working out or, you know, I'm, you know, on the bike or whatever. And so I, I think that's the beauty of podcasting that I couldn't do with radio. Right. And I, th I think, I think radio is starting to pick up on, Oh my gosh, we can turn our shows into a podcast and people can consume our shows and our guests. And some people are going to love, and this is why I think people need to understand. So people are going to love you for being the person behind the microphone. Some people are going to love your topics and some people are going to love not you so much, but the niche that you've created to listen to. And they want to support yeah. that niche. 
Totally. Yeah, go speak more to that. No, no, it's no. You're absolutely right. That's exactly what they want, and and then you have to create that. And you have to be smart enough to know um, where to draw that line. Okay, I know they're probably not always going to be just listening to me, um, but you know I have to steer the ship. So if I've got that particular guest on that is going to, you know, pique their interest, I've got to make sure that I highlight that guest and give that guest, um, you know, the, the showcase that they need. Um, you know, to uh, please the listener too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love this though. Here's the, here's the thing. You know, how much do you love doing this? It's you know, I love it more than anything. I, I really do. I love to play sports, and I love to, you know, I love to host trivia shows and everything like that. But this is really um, yeah. the only thing that gives me the mental stimulation that I really feel like I'm doing something. Right. I'm talking to interesting people. Uh, we're discussing topics. We're doing things. Right. Nothing else will ever touch this. That's why it, just, it gets to me, and that's, it'll always be there for me. And I mean, I just love it. No matter how much the industry changes, you know, this is the kind of work that I was meant to do, and I enjoy that. You see, I didn't know I was going to love it. I, I really had no idea I would love doing this. But the more I've done it, the more I go, man, this is, I'm, I'm in, I feel like I'm in my groove. Like I am, I am doing, I feel like my talents and personality and my passion and purpose kind of all of aligned here. But, you know, and I think you, I think you're saying the same thing where I, but I didn't know how much I was going to love doing this. I did not know how much I was going to enjoy it and, and uh, how much, it, how much of this that we call work isn't work to me, you know, finding the next guest isn't, isn't really work. It's, it's a challenge, but it's a fun challenge finding when the next guest is. And, but it, I love it. Right. And, and I, I think that's the thing that people may be surprised by doing this is how much, once you get into it, how much you may actually love it. Right, right, and it, it's something, but you have to be able to um, convey the message of the show well, and it, and not make it about yourself, and and that's why, you know, right, you you never know. Some people are just out there and go, man, I'd like to try that, right. and I would I would highly say, hey, go out and try it, right. see if you like it. Right. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't for you. Um, it will be work, all right, and sure. you know, and sometimes that work could become a, a labor of love, but it it isn't like that for everybody. And make sure, like we said before, you have an idea of what you want to accomplish by doing this. And if you, again, have no idea what you want to accomplish, then I think you're, you're fighting an uphill battle. Not that it's impossible, but it's going to be much more difficult. Yeah, I agree. So much agree. Well, Ray, listen, you know that we've been on almost an hour? Yes, sir. It doesn't feel like an hour to me. I feel like it's been 15 <laughs> minutes. I say that to everybody who's on the show. I go, it feels like we've just been on for 15 minutes and I've just had just the most awesome time with you. Now I'm about to put you on the spot here, Ray. Okay. But I know you can handle it because you're a professional. So uh -huh. before I close the show, the thing I always ask every guest to do is if you could leave the listeners with a new direction when it comes to podcasting and radio, what would Ray Carr leave the listeners of a new direction with? I would leave um, the listeners with this. Believe in yourself. Don't be afraid to take chances. And it isn't about how many mistakes you make and get knocked down, but it's if you get back up. And getting back up 
is the way life is. Do not be afraid to take chances and believe in yourself. That's what I would say. That's awesome. Ray, stay with me here. Ladies and gentlemen, great show. We, we've had an hour of an amazing show, and Ray Carr has been amazing. Of course, we thank the folks at Enline Business Brokers and Advisors for sponsoring another fantastic show. I, I know that you're looking at my Stockyard Cafe shirt. Those are my family and friends down in Nebraska who have been hit with more snow than they care to talk about in cold. I'm thinking about you and the folks at the Stockyard Cafe. I, I appreciate all your support um, back home and in Wahoo, Nebraska. They're at 636 East Linden Street in Wahoo. And so I'm, I'm just letting you know, I think about it. If you want me to wear your t-shirt from your company or your business, send me one. It's an extra large. Just you just send it to Jay Izzo at uh, 2024 Macon Ridge Road, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27613. I will wear your shirt, t-shirt on Facebook Live and on the show, and I'll give you a quick little shout out as well for doing that. And if you don't have a business that has a t-shirt and you just want to have a promo because it's your name, put your name on a t-shirt and I will, I will promote you as a person on the show and let you know to do that. We are so grateful. And folks, as I close the show, I say this every week and be inspired because when you're inspired, you can inspire others. And when you inspire others, they in turn can be inspirational as well. And when we do that, we can make this world an amazing place. So folks, continue to be inspired. I will talk to you soon. Ciao, everybody. When you lost your confidence And the answers don't make sense you got to keep your hope alive to know you can survive this is your time to find a new direction a brand new day a new direction things are gonna change you can find the strength to go a different Dreams will take you places you have never been before Find your passion, find your strength Don't worry anymore A new direction